You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, you're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, oh no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzer. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pirate Radio Show. Hey, what's up, Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on The Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am your host, well, one of your hosts when it comes to this wonderful podcast. I've got two stalwart companions in this podcasting adventure. You know them. You love them. They're MC Brooks. They're James Rambo. We're going to jump in and we're going to talk about what the fuck is going on with Warner Brothers and Discovery. It's... Sometimes you see things and you hear things when it comes to movie studios. We'll use Disney as an example, right? Disney has their big thing at San Diego Comic-Con. And boy, do they have like 85,000 projects that are coming out and on, on TV and in, on the big screen. And they've got this just awesome plan, this, this just path of where you can see where everything is going. And they just drum up all sorts of excitement. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. This this looks like they really got their shit together. Meanwhile, Warner Brothers is like, yeah, we could do that. Or all these projects that we were working on, we're just gonna go ahead and cancel them. Yeah, but we're only gonna cancel the ones that we quote unquote don't believe in that happened to just coincidentally be uh, led by people of color. But let me tell you, the troublesome shit that's coming out with Ezra Miller, nope, still gonna do the Flash. Still, nope, mm, nope, gotta do the Flash. Gotta happen, gotta happen. And even though there's like now fucking visual proof, written proof, like actual like journalists doing investigative uh, stories about how he's probably, or I'm sorry, they are running a cult. Nope, we're good. Still got to do the Flash, man. Can't wait to see that movie. Like, what the fuck? The the commitment to the bit at this point. Yeah. Like, I was never on Warner Brothers' side in terms of any of this shit. But I was also like, well, they haven't... The problem is they haven't said anything. We don't know that they're not going to cancel the Flash. And then... (laughs) 
<laughs> and then they made a focal point to be like, oh no, that movie's still coming out. We're still oh, doing yeah. that. We're, this shit's we're, be we're, sick. We're, not, we're, we're very excited, was the his exact words on the earnings call the other oh, day. Oh man, that is you uh you really had it out there. You really had it out there. Like it would be one thing if they wiped the entire slate clean. It didn't make any fucking sense. It's fucking stupid. But if they were just like, you know what? We're gonna everything that came before that was in, in development, even if it's almost done, kill it. But no. They're picking and choosing. And yeah, and like God, there's so I, I can just start going. Who who wants to start? Like this like <laughs> MC, I feel like you're the you're the, the most uh, um, uh, uh, educated on what's going on with this right now. He is our insider when it comes to these sorts yeah, of things. It's uh, this is <laughs> like mm, I don't know. Like it, it's reading literally anything involving Warner Brothers Discovery for like the last two weeks has just been frustrating. Especially if you are a fan of DC characters just in general, which we all are and so many of us are, because the one thing I think all of us have been wanting for so long and, you know, probably could have happened if DC had had patience, I don't know, almost a decade ago um, with their movie universe, which is we want to see, you know, iconic characters. We want a Justice League movie. You know, it doesn't need to be Marvel. Like it's it can be its own thing and it can stand on its own um outside of that and i feel like that's one thing we've all like just as fans of these characters have just wanted to see and it's been frustrating because they've very clearly like not understood what it takes <laughs> to, to do that yeah. and then on t- with zaslav kind of coming in and taking over which 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 was surprising to a lot of people because i think for the most part, I don't think anyone would have predicted Discovery would be the ones to buy Warner Brothers, and and all and all, and all, like if you had to think about who would have, who would have been in play for that, <clears throat> I don't think anyone had Discovery on the ball. Um, but it's been it's been interesting to see um, the decisions that they've made even before all of this. Like there's an article that came out that talked about Zaslav's hiring um, at Warner Brothers and how. Prior to Zaslav taking over, Warner Brothers was one of the most diverse workforces in entertainment as far as uh, the people that worked there in terms of the people that they hired to be their on-screen talent, so on and so forth. And the fact that they had a dedicated person creating a pipeline so that um, uh, people of color, women, so on and so forth, had pipelines to like move up into other positions in the company. Um, and since, and, and by on the flip side of that, discovery is the worst, <laughs> is the worst in, in, in the industry in terms of their diversity. And Zaslav's hires since coming in have truly reflected that. Coming in and firing Ann Sarnoff, who I think was the highest ranking, was the only woman in that, like in, a, in like an executive producing role or whatever her job title was in Hollywood. You come in and you fire her without giving a reason and without replacing, without even putting anyone in the role. You have six positions to, to fill on the board and you fill them with all white male directors. Um, I think the line was something like, 
uh, hiring without an eye toward diversity. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's what. That's exactly what it was. That they weren't going to be that diversity. You know, that race and gender were not going to be fact. They would be factors, but they weren't going to be focal point of his hires uh, since uh, since coming in. And all of his decisions to this point have really have really reflected that. And then lo and behold, you know, we started getting news in recent in the last week. I want to say. Uh, I, well, even we can go further back because the Wonder Twins movie got axed first, um, which I mean, I personally, I would I wanted to see DC do something with their lesser known property. So like, I was on board with it. Like, if you can make it wacky and fun, do it. Because I oh, think the Wonder, the one Wonder thing, Twins. Fuck yeah. 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 Because I think the one thing we all and we're, we would all be in agreement on this is like we just need them to just just make a good movie. Like it doesn't even need to be connected to anything. Like just yeah. show us you can make a good movie. And people will show up because we want to see good movies with they, these characters. They showed they can make good content. I mean, fucking James Gunn's Peacemaker. The Suicide and Squad so, was yeah. amazing. And so was the Suicide Squad. Yeah. yeah. Right. So was Peacemaker. Sorry. Yeah. Said it twice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, so like they've shown that they, that they're, they, they're capable. But then yeah. after Wonder Twins, then we got the news that even though Batgirl is in post-production, it's the, the movie is filmed. It's done. It's in post-production. It was originally scheduled to come out, I think, in December, but they pushed it back to like early next year. And then they're just like, you know what? We're just going to eat this 90 million because the movie really only costs about 70 to 80 million. But because COVID protocols, it kind of ballooned it up a little bit more. Um, and there are any number, I mean, there's a number of stuff that's coming out of that's coming out. Uh, about why that's the case, and like I'm calling BS on it, because um, I want I want to I want to find the article, but there was an article that talked that talked about how like the version of Batgirl that got shown was it was unfinished, like there was unfinished VFX. They uh, like it was like it was very clear that there was still like additional production work that needed to be done before the film would actually be ready. And they said when they like for as far as scoring, most of the scores that came back kind of came back in the 60s, right? Um, which on the surface doesn't look great, but there's another film that did extremely well that had the same kind of ordeal, and that was the It movie from 2017, which had the same which which when it did its test screenings had it scored nearly exactly the same with the same amount of unfinished CGI, with it being a director's cut, so it hadn't even been like cut down into what the theatrical version would have been. And that movie went on to make a boatload of money. So like a lot of the decision-making around that just doesn't seem like it's going to make sense. But then like we're getting, based on the earnings call the other day, we're getting a lot of information that like, well, I forgot the other the other big, you know, travesty in this, which is they canceled the Scoob movie that oh, also came out as well. I was just about to say, yeah. Which was uh, which was uh, meant to be kind of like a prequel slash sequel to the the one that had come out uh, previously. Um, it's like a pup named Scooby Doo, right? Yeah, something yeah something like that. Where we're supposed to, it was supposed to showcase kind of like them as kids, um, like solving their first mystery, like how like kind of how they started doing the whole uh, uh, their whole mystery work and whatnot. Um, but that was another one that was in post production. And uh, you know they're they're opting to not let that see the see the light of the day. Supergirl, the Supergirl film that's been in development since at least 2016, like before all of this, 
is also it's 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 not taking place. Just, and like based on like based on the earnings call the other day too, because like the the thing I kind of came away from in in listening and like reading of reading about it is unless you're a fan of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, like just don't have hopes for much in terms of any of the other properties because they highlighted <clears throat> they highlighted on I actually have the graphic I can show you guys and it can <laughs> there, there's gonna be a name there's gonna be a, a listing on there that's gonna be like huh that that doesn't fit like all like all the others. Um, but in terms of the things that they kind of highlighted that um, that they're going to be paying attention to brand like brands that they want to focus on. The three that came up were Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman, which was interesting considering Black Adam still meant to come out. And I mean, I don't think they're going to, I, I don't think anyone at Warner Brothers is going to tell The Rock his movie's not coming out. So yeah, that's that, safe. That's, <laughs> that's, that's safe. Yeah. Telling like the number one movie star in the world, hey, we're not going to release this. Just that just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a quote from uh so justin kroll who is a deadline uh, senior deadline senior film reporter or one of their senior film reporters said after after the article he, he wrote about background getting shelved he got a phone call from a rival studio executive who was who had this to say and they don't say who it was but it's just somebody who's been in the industry for a while Worked in this town for three decades, and this is some unprecedented shit right here. Yeah, <laughs> like what? And like, and honestly, I I forgot about the other, like the other, the other major thing. And honestly, we can probably start here before even getting into the the studio stuff, which is, are quite arguably the best streaming service that's been out in recent years in terms of content has been HBO Max. Like a lot of people have released stuff, but I think in terms of their them getting their subscriber base, in terms of the actual content that they offer on there, yep. like HBO, like there there have been multiple uh, surveys and whatnot that have been done that have shown that like of everything that's out, like people use HBO Max the way that they were the way we're, we were using Netflix five years ago. Like people are really are, are really tuning in. For all the content that they that they offer, both new and old, there's a lot of good shit. We're watching. Sandy and I are, are rewatching The Middle, which was on ABC because it's on HBO Max. And like, yeah, we watch a ton of stuff on there. I mean, Batman the animated series is on there. Yeah. The Superman animated series is on there. Um, I my big question with this is like, and it makes me sound like such an old man, and that's fine. I don't give a fuck. Like Discovery Channel, it's not Discovery Channel anymore. It's Discovery. They, it used to be about education, about science, about like real shit that was going on in the world. Like Shark Week, that's a Discovery Channel thing. Like Emmy Award and Peabody Award winning series, Planet Earth, Dirty Jobs, Mythbusters, Deadliest Catch. This shit was on this network. And now it's like, no, we just want to do reality t television. I mean, yeah. I understand that Deadliest Catch is reality TV show. Like, I get that, right? But like, now all they're going to do is focus on dis uh, on reality shit because you it's cheaper why? to make. Yeah, because it's cheap. Yeah, and, like, and honestly, that's that's also because that also ties in with what's happening with the CW, which is why the C which is why like a lot of a lot of the Arrowverse in particular, but basically 
almost everything, all the scripted shows on the CW, save for um, the Walker, uh, the Walker spinoff, the Supernatural prequel, I think it is. And that oh, got Winchesters. Them, yeah. And uh, they got them night show. Um, like outside of those three things, like pretty much everything else there is 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 either gone or up in the or up in the air as far as whether it's going to get an opportunity to to uh, uh, to, to to get going. And it's literally because of that. But see, that one of the things that came out um, when Zaslav took over, um, I want to say it was Mark Pedowitz, uh, the president of the CW, who uh, there was some sort of statement that came out that was like. There's going to be more of an. There's going to be more of a thing that's going to be they're, like they're going to be moving more towards doing uh, more reality TV, like game shows, you know, stuff like that. That is cheaper to produce than these, you know, I, uh, these, these shows that cost millions of dollars. I want to so point like, something out real quick though with that yeah. because I'm reading on their Wikipedia page right now for Discovery because I was like, when the fuck did this change? Listen to this, right? The channel began to shift its focus in the early 2000s to attract a broader audience by incorporating more reality-based series, focusing on automotive, uh, automotive occupations and speculative investigation series. Though the refocused program st uh, st strategy proved popular, Discovery Channel's ratings began to decline by the middle of the decade. The drop in viewership Shocker. was widely attributed to an over-reliance on a few hit series such as Monster Garage and American Choppers. Some critics said such shows strayed from Discovery's intention of providing more educationally based shows aimed at helping viewers learn about the world around them. In 2005, yeah. Discovery changed its program focus to include more popular science and historical themes. So they've literally fucking done this once before and it failed. Yep. Like, and, and, and here's the other thing, too. You can tell that they haven't learned anything because if you look at the graphic, the graphic that I that posted in the chat there about. HBO Max and Discovery. I mean, this this shit sounds outdated, <laughs> outdated as hell. Apparently, HBO Max it's it's for the boys. It's for it's for the, it's for us. It's for the for the males. Okay. Scripted TV. It's it's lean in television, meaning you need to make sure you are paying attention. Point of viewing. It's the home of fandoms, right? But Discovery for the women or female skew, more unscripted. The, your reality shows and such. It's lean back TV, meaning you know it's back background fodder. Put it on, um, relax, you know, yeah. whatever. And home of genre dums, which I've never, I've never heard that term before. So Not I, a word. I, yeah, I don't know what the hell that is. It's some corporate nonsense <laughs> that someone, that someone who gets paid seven figures came up with. Yeah. Also, I saw a tweet after this, after this, uh, this came out, where someone was like, "The existence of genre doms." <laughs> is evidence of the fact of the existence of genre subs <laughs> but yeah fucking what and so, Jesus Christ and so like based on this we know even though HBO Max super popular we all watch it we, we, we've all used it it's going to fold into Discovery Plus next year summer, I, summer 2023 I love the fact that HBO went from, <laughs> they went from having the most popular show in the world, which, and, and, and not, not just most popular, most downloaded and most pirated, which directly led them to go, you know what? We are not delivering the product that people want. 
Um, like the, the, a quote from the president essentially was if we were doing our job, people would not be pirating the show. So we're working on, um, on, on getting people a streaming service for folks that don't have cable. And that was what led to HBO, HBO now. Oh yeah. Um, was the, the, the piracy of game of Thrones, um, was so huge and so popular and, and like could not be avoided that like the, the head executives were like, okay, clearly people want to watch it and they're not willing to get uh get cable for it. There's money on the table. What do we need to do to fix this? And so they created HBO now um, HBO now and now or go like one, I can't remember which, which of the two, but like there was the one that there was a streaming service that if you had HBO, like you could, you could get access to the streaming and then they created the second one. Um, yeah, I think now was the was the the independent one, and Go was the the extension of okay. The, yeah, the, uh, like if you had if you already had a subscription, yeah, then you could yeah. They really they really missed out on an opportunity um, in calling it HBO Max. It should have just been HBO Go now. <laughs> go now. Um, but to 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 have them come from this like honest assessment of the market and of what people are doing based on their content to make a very smart decision to then merge with an, with one of their other channels to further increase their uh, their streaming library only to now have it be that oh we're going to merge our super successful streaming service with this other one that's nah, it's okay we're also going to cut out most of our content mm-hmm. oh yeah and i just i love the fact of what's going to end up happening because james gunn uh, uh tweeted recently he's like everybody relax it's yeah it's good Peace, peacemaker's you know, good yeah, yeah uh, uh peacemaker's still happening um just chill i was just thinking like how am i going to end up watching this because they're not going to stream it they're going to keep they're going to have it on hbo proper Yep. And I'm not going to get cable again. I guess I'm going to have to fucking pirate this shit. They've literally gone in a circle. It's, it's yeah. full fucking circle. Like they, yeah. they have, it's all just cycled back around to like from the great idea to the smart decision from to the bad decision with the with the terrible idea. It's incredible. It is absolutely <laughs> astounding. I might even like suck. It fucking sucks. Cause I loved season one of Peacemaker. I might just like not in protest, but just be like, fuck it. Like, I'm just not going to like, because the, the, the other side of this too is like, again, here's the curtain coming back, you know, pulling the fourth wall back of our podcast. Like we kind of need to watch it because we talk about it. So like, I guess we're going to be traveling the high seas. I mean, it's called pirate radio for a fucking reason, I guess. <laughs> like it just irritate it irritates the fuck out of me that like, especially because anybody who knows me knows that when I'm not doing this shit, that like I work in a corporate environment. This is the same fucking dumbass shit that I hear from higher ups all the time. We need to be more efficient. We need to be more lean. And it's all to make fucking investors happy. It's all to like be able to have a profit meeting and talk about how we're more profitable because we're more lean and we did this and we did that. But what about the quality of the content that you're putting out? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. You can cut corners and you can get rid of like your expenses to make your profits boost. But what ends up happening after you do that? Because that's a nuclear button. You do that shit once and you can't do it again. 
right? Because th- because think about this also. What's the one thing is as critical as we've all been about DC and Warner in recent years? What's the one thing that we have all said like, oh no, they get it right when it comes to this animation, Their animation. And it already came out that they are planning on cutting their kids in their animation content, which which includes stuff like arguably their most successful recent uh, animated thing, which is the Harley Quinn series and Young Justice. On top, which, on, on top which of Young that. Justice is one of the only series I've heard universally loved by anybody like every single person i've heard that has watched that series has been like fuck it is really good good. yeah it is like i have not heard a single person say a disparaging word about that and like just like how does oh you don't like it no 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 i love it i I had watched much of it most of the pilot (laughs) (laughs) i just saw you waving your hand i was just like oh you don't like it oh shit okay (laughs) i i just i couldn't the the way the character rest your pen bugged the fuck out of me so I, i haven't watched I, I have not watched enough to develop a full opinion on it gotcha. that way, but I was turned off immediately by it. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I just, I don't know how a legacy company like Warner brothers, one that has been around since the advent of movie production studios that, that has made some of the greatest movies of all time that has been involved in some of the greatest characters of all time. It can be taken over by fucking shark week. And, and just run into the fucking ground. Like, and it's yeah. not like, it's not like, ooh, this is a bold strategy. It's not like that, okay? It's not like it's, ooh, this is gonna give a lot of people some pause with this. Universally hated. Like, I have not heard anybody say, oh, these are good decisions. Everybody's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? I mean, yeah, I mean, pretty much. Uh, I, I think there's only, for me, there's only, one good thing that comes that has come out of all of this right and that is with this 10-year plan that they seemingly have they want to get superman back involved in the fold that for me that's the that's the the big positive the only positive that's coming out of this is a a recommitment to the superman character being like not trying to hide him in the aftermath of that terrible, the theatrical version of Justice League and just kind of having stand-ins for the Shazam movie or Peacemaker, spoiler alert if you haven't seen them, but having the stand-ins for, for Henry Cavill, you know, kind of sort telling us they're like, oh no, Superman still exists in this world. So like, for like, as far as I'm concerned, it's kind of like the only kind of commitment that like good thing I can see kind of coming out of it, but this, it also makes me wonder, like, but at what cost, though? Like, at, at what cost, you know, we're going to get the, if we're getting Superman and Batman, because I don't know, I mean, who knows if Batfleck will, will if Ben Affleck will want to come back under this new regime, but, um, or if they'll, if they'll retcon what they're doing with Pattinson and make that part of the new universe going forward, because who, who knows with, with that, yeah. right? So, like, that's, like, the only positive thing I can think of. But like I said, like at what cost? If we're gonna lose out on on all this other all this other great stuff, because if if they're moving away from scripted shows, I mean, I guess that is the, that Penguin show is probably not gonna happen. That uh, that bat that uh, that Gotham Police show um, linked to fuck uh, man. Uh, that like that's probably not that's probably not gonna not gonna happen now. Um, like that like 
it makes me like it really calls into question like all of this. And uh, like I agree with I forget which one of you said it earlier. Like if they're just full rebooting it, like complete complete start over from this point forward, cool. But they're very clearly making making choices as far as stuff they want to keep they want to keep around because Flash movie still coming out, Aquaman two still coming out, uh, Black Adam is still coming out, and Shazam two is is coming out. But we don't know what kind of studio interference and whatnot is going to affect those films so that it can fit the vision of whatever they whatever this new ten year. Uh, ten-year plan is for uh, for for the company because it because it, it, it feels really crazy that you know regardless of how you feel about it you can see that for the most part Marvel has been pumping out content for Disney Plus for the most part like people re- have really liked that they've been able to kind of tell this tell these stories and it doesn't have to like fit in this two-hour movie. That comes out like they can they can do stuff with other characters like Miss Marvel, um, like uh, 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 Wanda and uh, Wanda and Vision. Like you know, they, they can they can tell uh, they can tell these other stories. It doesn't necessarily need to be a film, but it, it can also be something that adds on to the world the, the like the world that they're building, and that DC kind of sees that and is like, now nah, we don't need to do that. We if it, if it's not going to be a blockbuster. Just don't even bother. So which, then, which, which then, which then is just like, well, if you think, well, because it's, it's really like, if you're only gonna go buy stuff that you think is a, a sure shot, then is Blue Beetle about to be done for? That's, I mean, it that suit looked amazing. The the, the little bit that they've spoken about with this with this Blue Beetle series sounds like it's a Blue Beetle movie. Sounds like it's gonna it has potential to be really really good, but is that gonna be off the table? You don't know if that's gonna be a blockbuster. It's not. Blue Beetle is not a super well known character the same way that Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman are. So is that is that gonna be done for? And even with that too, with the fact that you cancel Batgirl in post production, that also tells me that any of these other movies you make can go through the entire filming process, get to the get to right before the end where they have a finished film. And you can be like, nah, you know what? Cancel it. I don't think this is going to be any good. I've, I've never heard of that. Like, like um, Rambo, was it, were you the one that said that like there was that uh, that tweet that was like uh, an executive from another company oh, yeah. was like, this is fucking unprecedented. Yeah. I've Literally, never heard of any fucking sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes zero sense. Why would you have a movie that that is this close to being done and just be like, fuck it. But then on yeah, top of yeah. that, like... I, I can't say where there's smoke, there's fire for sure. But like, it's kind of weird that the two movies that you have been working on that are going to have female leads that are people of color, both run and starring, and you're just going to fucking cut bait with them. Like, you, you definitely. Wants see, nobody wants you, to see movies with women in them, Mike. Yeah. Okay, Obviously. I curl mutter. You know, like, which is exactly exactly what I thought of. Like, yeah, that's exactly what I thought of. Because I was like, oh, if they're modeling, if they're modeling, I mean, the first, if they're modeling the first 10 years of Marvel or trying to model the first 10 years of Marvel, I mean, they they are completely on brand right now. Yeah. 
Like, you know what? Why, why That's they why they canceled Scoob because what was going to happen it was at the end of Scoob they were going to pull off Zavala's mask and it was going to be Ike Perlmutter and it was going to fucking blow everybody's mind. Why? It's Ike Perlmutter, that racist sack of shit from Marvel. No one have gotten away with ruining DC and Marvel. Uh, damn kids, right? Oh, I just remember. I just thought about this. What's happening with this Green Lantern show? Is that done for? Oh yeah, no. Apparently that's been canceled for like months. Oh well, just nobody said anything. <laughs> well, there, like, well, months well, or weeks. I read something about yeah, Jesus yeah every they, major I mean, they, there you have it. announcement yeah. that they had lined up is pretty much canned. And it's like, like, like I would love, like I would love to come back in like two, three years from now and be like, all right, we got, we got this really wrong about their like all their decision making. Yeah, but like it. They've gotten a ton of bad press and like that earnings call, like that earnings call also kind of came off to me. Like they were just trying to talk about positive stuff, one for the investors, but two, so that when people would write about it, they would come off with a more positive slant. Like, Oh, we still have these things that we're doing. And uh, cause apparently uh, Zaslav kept saying, uh, you know, diverse content. He kept, he kept using that exact, uh, that exact terminology about diverse content, diverse content. We want diverse content. We're gonna get all the best people and tell the best stories and blah blah blah. And like, I won't even like, I, I won't even be, I, I can't even be mad at them because bringing Alan Horn on is a fucking great decision for them. That's that's super fucking smart. That's yes, <laughs> especially because there was before you know before. Um, this earnings call and before they started canceling stuff, there was some speculation about whether they'd be able to lure Kevin Feige over to DC, considering since um, what's the, the the guy who took over at Disney that everyone hates? Iger, not um, uh, the recent one. Oh, I'm sorry, Chapek. Chapek. Yeah. yeah. Ever since like he's been in charge, that like, Kevin Feige has slowly had power taken away from him as far as his decision making at Marvel, and so. Maybe that that there may be a chance, and that Kevin Feige has a finite contract. It's not, it's not. He still has to re up every, you know, so often. I um, mean, which he just did in in February of this year. So he's not going anywhere now. There was some speculation that like once this contract runs its course, could could DC lure him over with Alan Horn? Alan Horn was the executive who stood behind Feige when he was fighting with Perlmutter back in 2015, and was the reason that he got he was able to take over the MCU from civil war on. And if, if there would be the, like any chance that DC could lure him over with, Hey, Disney's been stripping all your decision-making and all your power. Come over here where we have, we have these iconic characters. We will give you full power. You can do whatever you can do, whatever you want with them. We are not going to strip your power from you. And I, just based on kind of what's been happening now, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to, I didn't think it was going to happen then, but I, I, definitely don't it, think yeah. I, I, I definitely don't think there's any, there's any chance of, of, of that, of that happening now. Um, I, I have no idea what this 10 year plan is going to do going to be. And I, there's some speculation that they're going to change the end of the flash movie now from what the ending was going to be that they're now that uh with whatever they're now that they have their 10-year plan that they're going to change um what's going to happen at the end of that movie uh in order to kind of springboard into whatever this new plan <laughs> whatever this new uh thing ends up being but yeah it's it's 
it's it's very frustrating and dumb. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> I, I, I legitimately just I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what exactly what exactly they're doing. I I can't even like it, none of it makes any fucking sense. And like it's it's one of those things where I'm I'm not I mean like I'm not gonna wash my hands of the characters because like I still want to see Superman shit. I still want to see Batman shit. Like yeah. But like it's it's kind of getting to that point though, man. Like where it's like you guys keep getting opportunities to fix your shit, and every single time you do something good that we enjoy, another thing pops up where it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Like yeah. when you yeah. need to make decisive decisions, when you really need to make something that is like powerful, you do nothing. Like Ezra Miller is just out there doing whatever the fuck they want to do, whenever the fuck they want to do it. Is like starting fights with people in fucking bars in Hawaii, like is running a goddamn cult with guns and shit and little kids traveling hanging across around, the, traveling cross country with uh with uh, like bulletproof clothing on and whatnot, and and nothing, nothing happens. Because it because it, it really makes me wonder too. How on earth are you going to promote this movie when it comes out next year? There is no scenario where I think that they are going to feel comfortable putting Ezra Miller in front of a camera with 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 uh, people who want to ask them stuff, and they think yeah. that any interviewer is just not going to ask them about yeah. all of this stuff. Like, what, there is no chance you can do. What that. worthless sack of shit is going to be like? So, Ezra, what was it like being on set with Michael Keaton? Especially because there were there there have been reports about Ezra about Ezra like uh, having really wild outbursts on the set of the Flash, like not necessarily directed at other people, but like a lot of like loud negative self talk and just kind of like really like colorful, uh, anim like animated gestures and whatnot uh, while filming that movie. So, how like how are you going to do that? Because they're, they're the star of the film, you you can you can't not have them there. You can't <laughs> you can't hide them from from you. This isn't this Shows. isn't like that movie. Um, um, uh, what's the one that um, where they refilmed it with the with the stand-in or with the woman who took over? Oh, the Las Vegas, the movie about Las Vegas that uh, fucking they replaced. Um, who they replaced and they put in uh, uh, Tig Notaro. Shit. Uh, um, yeah. Oh, Crystalia? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so it's you. like, yeah. you're not going to refilm the movie. You, you, you've said you're not going to refilm the movie because you've already spent 200 whatever million on it. So you're not going to do that. So, like, are you going to do kind of like your your uh, San Diego Comic-Con presentation? When you showed your upcoming slate and your vision of the flash was just a side shot where you can't see this face and it's just the costume. <laughs> is that where is that where we're gonna get in this movie? I, just, I think all, be, shots, I, all shots of Ezra are just like nondescript, kind of from the side and always in suit so you can't see the face. Make another Simpsons <laughs> reference. It's like when they had to make all those scenes with Millhouse's Fallout Boy and then just like <laughs> cobble that shit together. Like um yeah. but it just like honestly. I'm I'm sitting here noodling it through. Like, how do you fix this? Like, I feel like they just like stop halfway through, and then just have Grant Gustin replace uh, Ezra. Well, I mean, it people, won't happen. People, but like, no, no, it won't. People, but yeah. people did speculate that because you know the Flash TV show is ending. Yeah. With a shortened final season, 
And if my like my math is correct, they begin it begins like the, at the end of January, so it's gonna yeah wrap up what like around May yeah ish around May ish, and this Flash movie comes out I think June of next year. I want to say it's June twenty third next year. I mean, I don't think it, I don't think it'll happen. I do think Grant Gustin will be in the movie. I mean, I I, I kind of I think it would be just like a cool full circle yeah. cameo moment. Takes off that weird fucking bike helmet thing that he's got going on. He's like, <laughs> ah, surprise, it's me. <laughs> um, honestly, like, okay, I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but how fucking meta would that be if it turned out that the reverse Flash with Ezra Miller and the real Flash was fucking. Grant Gustin, like how crazy would that shit be? If all of this was a setup, all of this was the show, there's no way it's real, but like it, how fucking crazy would that be? Some like Kaufman-esque, so, yes. like, like so, Ezra Miller going to the, to the like to go into fucking jail in order this. to like- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're, character. So, uh, I don't know if I want, I don't know if I want, you're not off track with like what is known about what's going to happen in that movie. That's all I can say. Not, not yeah. You're not oh, off the mark. Like that. That's not, I mean, that's not. That's not. That like it's not. It's not exact. It's not that. Like it's not. Yeah. It's, it's not that. Just it's how not specific, fucking exactly. bananas would that shit be? I mean, it would. It would yeah. be. Cra- it would be crazy. And like to be honest, it, it does call yeah. in the question of like. Is the reverse flash going to be in this movie? Like, it'd be nice. <laughs> like, because yeah. it's, it's weird to do a flashpoint movie and not have the reverse flash in there. Yeah. It's weird to do a flash movie, period, and not have the reverse flash in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I I I don't I don't know what they're gonna what they're what they're gonna do with that. And uh, they, I mean. I hope whatever this plan is works out and I hope I, I I hope that they do decide to you know stay the course with the stuff that we know that they're doing that works. Like you should not cancel Harley Quinn's fucking popular shit. Like everyone loves that show. Watch how like that. Don't cancel Young Justice. Don't cancel your animation stuff. Cause they there's that Superman show that comes out next year too that I forgot about also. Superman cartoon that comes out next year. Like, I just, yeah, I, I yeah, I, I hope that whatever, like, that whatever that plan is, is works yeah. and is successful and they don't end up just gutting all the diverse, diverse stuff too. Cause I will, cause I will say, like, everything doesn't need to be, and I say this as someone who's a fan, but it's like, we don't, we don't necessarily need to keep doing Bat Family everything. Hello, Titans. Um, like we can, like you can explore the other characters you have. And like this Flash movie could be a billion dollar movie if there was not scandal surrounding it. So I hope, I hope whatever their vision is, is like it, it works out and yeah. ends up being better than how it looks like it. I don't think anybody is actually rooting for Warner Brothers to fail, especially people who are. DC Comics character fans. Like, we all want it to succeed, but, like, I just, I don't see the path. I really don't. I mean, apparently neither do their stockholders. Yeah. Yeah. It's And it sucks, too. It, it sucks to have such a great, oh, sh- yo, 
it's they're like the DC sports franchises. Hmm? So like, okay, Warner Brothers having control of the DC comic book characters is no different than the Washington football team or the Washington Nationals having all of this talent and fucking it up. <laughs> that's wow. I mean, damn, that's <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> damn. No wonder it's yeah. DC. There there it is. You I mean, you 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 yeah. Fuck that that really that really works. Like you think, ah, damn. You had Henry Cavill. <laughs> you you like, oh man. Henry Cavill's RG3. There it is. Yeah, that yeah, that yeah, that's yeah, that, hey, that yeah. hey DC that comics works. and DC sports fans. I managed to depress both of you at the same time. Congrats. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, it is about that time, folks. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for the week. Uh, I want to give a big thanks to my two co-hosts here. Um, we had a lot of shit pop up. MC got to perform at BlurredCon. So check out his podcast where he talks about his experiences at BlurredCon. Um, and Otakon. And Otakon. My Otakon, my Otakon uh, pod just came out a few days ago. So. There you go. You got two episodes. I got, oh, also, I took 400 photos. So go look at those. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're on they're on the website. It's on GreekGeekRefuge.com. In fact, you actually got a comment too on uh, on one of them. So you should definitely check that out. People are, are seeing your stuff, Mr. Brooks. Oh, um, I didn't see that. We did take some time um, between vacations and COVID because fuck COVID, man. Um, but like, we appreciate y'all hanging in there with us. You're still subscribing and you're still listening to our stuff. So thank you very much for that. But we will keep doing content. We've got a lot of cool stuff coming up here real soon. Um, we've got this at the diner but we're also going to have a new episode of fedcon federation conversations that's our star trek based podcast hosted by mariah beachboard featuring myself and then also mr bj robinson uh we're going to do another special episode of uh our stranger things podcast uh which will be featuring again miss mariah beachboard uh yours truly and then we're also going to have mr james rambo joining us for some stranger things conversation we'll be talking about season four of stranger things so make sure you tune into these these will be coming soon so um, like they used to say back in the day, check your local listings. But in this case, it would be check your podcast feeds because they'll be up there very, very soon. Uh, but for all of us here at The Great Geek Refuge, we love you. We appreciate you. And remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Rags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy!